0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the second episode of our podcast, Fandom. Today, we're going to be talking about um, one of the basic elements of fandom, which is shipping. So if you remember from our last episode, the term to ship something means to root for two characters in any given fandom to get together romantically. So the first thing we're going to do is define a couple of terms for you. And uh, then we're going to get into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. So, the first thing we're going to talk about is OTPs, no-TPs, and bro-TPs. So, do you want to define them for our friends
1: and our listeners? Okay, so um, OTP, it means uh, one true pairing, like uh, a ship that is uh, canon, right?
0: It doesn't necessarily have to be canon. It just means the the ship that you like the best, the one you root for the most.
1: Okay, great. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, I don't remember the second one. No no TP. No
0: TP. So it's basically a ship that you sort of really don't like. One that you would hate to see get together.
1: Okay, I missed that one. And Broughty P, it's like a couple you see really well as like brothers or siblings or something. Am I mistaken? Yeah, you
0: don't necessarily root for them to get together romantically, but you like their interactions and their relationship. Yeah, as friends. Cool. Okay. Awesome. And... Uh, as she mentioned, there uh, was is the term canon as opposed to the term fanon. So the term canon means for a, a ship that is it, together in the show. It's part of the actual fabric of the show or the book or whatever. Um, so, for example, in Criminal Minds, a canon ship would be J.J. and Will. And then the opposite of that is a fanon ship, which is a show that fans root for but isn't necessarily part of the sh- fabric of the show yeah okay um so
1: want to give us an, an example
0: yeah so <laughs> and like i said um JD and will is a canon ship what would you can you give us an example of a popular fan ship
1: uh, well, it's not that popular, but it's popular for us, uh, which is uh, Morgan and Prentice in Criminal Minds. Absolutely. So that's a
0: it's pretty popular now, but it wasn't at the beginning. Um, so, yeah, some other um fanon ships that are pretty popular are JJ and Emily or Hutch and Reed. Those are some of the most prevalent ships that you see um, in fanon.
1: Yes. Correct.
0: <laughs> so, let's talk a little bit about the benefits of shipping something that is canon or as opposed to fanon. So, um, I granted, I don't know that I really ship anything that's canon in Criminal Minds or any other show for that matter, um, but I think that the nice thing about shipping something that's canon is that you get a lot of content from the actual show itself to work with. Um, you get scenes with them together, um, and when you're shipping something that's fan and you don't really get that content that is creator approved and, um, I, you know, in interviews and stuff like that, um, the, the actors are more likely to talk about a ship that is canon. Um, they'll give you more details. They can give you stuff about the thought process behind it, and it gives you sort of background information.
1: Spoilers.
0: Spoilers, yeah. So what would you say are some of the benefits of shipping something that's fanon?
1: Well, um, in my opinion, is that, uh, for example, in some show, the truth can't ruin your uh, ship, like uh, maybe uh, making them uh, broke up or stuff like that. But... On the same same page, the show can ruin your ship, your fanon ship, by making them dating someone else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I don't know what other benefits can be, like, uh, I don't know, other than fan fiction and fan art... That's, uh, I don't know, maybe the subtle, uh, the little messages uh, you can spot in the show, like, uh, oh my god, they're touching, or uh, mm, she did that, or he did that. Uh, maybe it's just a little um, thing that you start uh, shipping and creating your own. Um, Adventure your own story on that little thing. I don't know. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I think when you ship something that's fan and, you know, you really have a lot to work with in terms of subtleties. You can make a lot out of the smallest contact, the smallest conversation. You can really run wild. And, yeah. you know, when something is canon, you know, you can always write a fix it, fic to, you know, explain why it, you're to, correct what canon got wrong but with fanon you don't have to do that because you know if they're not together in the show you can make whatever you want happen
1: yes precisely yeah yeah so that I agree
0: yeah so that's um sort of the um the pros and cons of canon ships and fanon ships so next let's talk about rare pairs so can you tell everybody what a rare pair is
1: a rare pair is like a couple that uh, doesn't have uh, many fans, so like, not many people ship them together.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exactly correct. So, in Criminal Minds, um, for example, Alex and Emily, I think, is, is still considered a rare pair. It's getting more popular since I've started shipping them, but I think that's a, a pretty rare pair to
1: see. Um yes, what it, other examples um I'm thinking about criminal might well, I've read uh, in a story um Rosie and uh, Reed together um yeah,
0: that's, I, I still think that's sort of not quite so rare um, yeah, um but I think any ship with Strauss in it is a rare pair, yeah even uh, though it OG is j probably- maybe. Hotch and JJ, yeah, that's probably a rare pair still. So yeah, so those are some pretty uh, common examples. Well, I guess not common, (laughs) Um, But um, so let's talk about some of the benefits and and drawbacks of a rare pair. Um, The obvious drawback is because it's considered rare, you don't have as many fans producing content for it. Yes. Um, But I think the benefit of that is because there's less people producing content for it, you don't have to compete so much. Um, Mm -hmm. You get more reads because people, you know, have less to choose from. And also when you're writing something, you know, it's less likely that someone's already written that trope or that scenario. Um, So your work is a little more, quote unquote, original. Yes. Anything else you can think of? Mm-hmm.
1: Not really. Maybe there is a bigger chance to make uh, friends uh, in uh, your ship. Like uh, knowing other people who ship them together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like um, when I first got into the Criminal Minds fandom, Derek and Emily was quite a rare pair. And there were probably, I think, five people who were writing regular content about them and I was one of them and I knew the other four on some level like I would have considered all of us friends separately you know so it was it was really nice you had you did know people a little more yeah awesome so next let's talk
1: about crack ships
0: okay okay can you tell everybody what a crack ship is
1: Uh, Crack Ship, if I'm not mistaken, is like a couple that it's not uh, really believable to be Mm -hmm. an actual couple.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's sort of, you know, completely outrageous, doesn't make any sense kind of of coupling. So um, I think the two that I would consider to be most prevalent in Criminal Minds is shipping reed with maps. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a period where I saw um, people writing fics about Emily and the bonsai tree on Strauss's desk, (laughs) which is the weirdest sentence I've ever said, but there were fics about that. I don't know if they're still out there, but there were at one point in time.
1: Okay, I've never read them. I've never known they existed until well, now. But yeah, okay. I never
0: read them, but I I saw them floating around. So that was pretty weird. Okay. Nice. Um, <laughs> I would also consider um crack ships sometimes to be characters from two different fandoms that there's no realistic way they could have ever gotten together. Like I did read a a, a fanfic at one point about Hermione Granger from Harry Potter and Ian Doyle.
1: Oh. Yeah. It was I wish that one.
0: But, you know, I would consider that to be a crack ship because there's no, you know, realistic way they would ever have met, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe the actors, but
1: not the characters. Yeah, exactly.
0: And, you know, I think that um, probably the reason that people would write or create content for a crack ship is because, you know, it's it's fun, Um, there, there's no, you know, you don't have to apply logic to it. You're just writing whatever comes to mind just for the fun of it. And it doesn't have to make sense. Yes. I've never personally written what I would consider to be a crack ship, but, you know, I think it, I think there's a lot of fun you can have with it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I could see you writing a a ship, a fiction on a crack ship. To be honest. Well,
0: I might have to do that one day. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> always, whenever you, whenever you uh, kind of push me, I tend to do it. So you're okay. very uh, hard to resist.
1: Okay, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so next, let's talk a little bit about ship wars. Yes. So a ship war is basically when people who ship one ship are sort of actively fighting with people who ship another ship in the same show. Um, I think there's different um, sort of levels of a ship war. There's like ship wars where people who are, have a cannon ship are sort of at war with the people who want to see those characters end up with other people. Yes. But I also think there's ones where two non-canon ships are sort of, you know, fighting over whose ship is more realistic Uh, Or more likely to happen,
1: yeah. Or maybe when there is one character that people see with different uh, in a different couple, for example. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) one character in in, who's in two different ships.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, can you give us some examples?
1: (laughs) Well, uh, probably the biggest one in our fandom, which is Criminal Mind. Are going to be are are actually uh Emily, which is uh Morgan and Prentice Emily and Derek of course, Och and uh, Prentice, mm-hmm. and JJ and Emily. I guess these are the biggest like right now in yeah, the last few years.
0: Those are sort of the three biggest opposing ships. I don't know that they're actively fighting. Um, but I do think that some of the shippers are more adamant in and aggressive in their yeah. behavior, um, yeah, and yeah. those individual shippers sort, can sort of be at war with other individual shippers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, uh, I don't, I don't know that there's any active ship wars right now in criminal minds. Um, I do think that there's we're seeing a little bit of fandom wank regarding um, the canonship of Tara and Rebecca. Yeah. Um, because people think it's less deserving of being canon than perhaps Gemily R- yeah. JJ and Emily, or, you know, a different um, romantic pairing just because other characters may have been there longer. Um, you know, I'm not going to speculate on people's reasoning, um, but I, I have seen some... Um, Pettiness going on, in my opinion.
1: Well, probably right now in this very moment, like when we are recording, uh, it it could be like uh, Will and JJ opposite to JJ and Emily.
0: Mm-hmm. That's another one that's sort of prevalent right now. Um, I know that there's a lot of Will haters in the fandom, and I don't. I, I think that a lot of that hate is unwarranted um there's a a term for it i don't know what i can't remember off the top of my head what the term for it is but for someone who gets in the way of two characters being together and that would be will yeah so um how what would you advise someone who wanted to avoid getting in a ship war what advice would you give to them
1: i don't know probably just remember it's a show like it whether it is a cannon ship or a fanon ship, it's just actors playing a character. This is what I think, or at least what I thought. Uh, the few time, few times I went, uh, I got myself into a ship war, and that's it. Just remember, everyone has their own opinion and uh, respect. Uh, Everyone's opinion. That's all I can think about right now. That's great That's advice advice I can give.
0: Yeah, because you you definitely do have to remember that this isn't reality and there's literally no stakes in this game. Like what's the worst thing that could happen if your ship never becomes canon? What's the best thing that could happen if your ship never becomes or if your ship becomes canon? You know, there's very little stakes in this game. Um and yeah, everybody is a person who is entitled to their own opinion. And, uh, you know, you ultimately at the end of the day, you can choose to respect their opinion or you can choose not to, but they're still going to be entitled to their opinion, whether you want to be mad about it or not. And I think another really important thing to remember is that um, you're in control of your fandom experience. So at the end of the day, if you see content that you don't like, you have the decision whether or not to engage with that content. And there's always a back button on your browser. There's always a block button on your website. So use them sparingly or not sparingly use them judiciously because you know, if you don't want to see something negative and you don't want to experience negativity, you have that power. So at the end of the day, you know, you're in control
1: yes totally agree
0: well, that's my advice
1: yeah yeah a really good so, one thank you
0: and the next thing let's talk about with this sort of g- kind of interlaces with the previous topic is real life issues in shipping now as you know insofar as we just said you know it's a fictional sh- you know show or it's a fictional mm-hmm. book there are people who are affected in real life by shipping. Yes. So one of them is interracial and persons of character ships. So um, now um, we're both not people of color. So our Mm -hmm. advice here only goes so far, but I think that um, I've, what I've seen people talking about is that people have the tendency to um, Undermine or negate ships that involve people of color, um, for the sake of their white ship. Yes. For example, um, the more a cannon ship in Criminal Minds is Morgan and Savannah, who are both people yes. of color, and uh, I think there was a lot of negativity towards that ship because a lot of people ship um, Morgan with Reed. So. Mm-hmm there was, um, some, you know, an unpleasantness in that. Um, and, you know, like, um, JJ, not JJ, um, Emily and Derek would be an Mm -hmm. interracial ship and, you know, people prefer to see Emily with Hotch or with JJ who you know, are white. So I think there's a lot of, of, um, I'm not sure what the right word is, but invalidating um, people who ship these interracial ships or these people of color together. Um, and that's something that um, people of, of color who are enjoying a show may experience. Um, mm-hmm. So I think this is a definitely a topic we'll um, maybe have a guest on um, so we can get their opinion. But this is just something to be in mind. Like it, you're, you are you know, you can ship two white characters together all day long, but you aren't entitled to negate uh, a ship involving someone of another race just because you like your ship better. If yeah. that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally agree.
0: Okay. And the next topic we'll talk about is um, canon sexualities and the minimization of LGBTQ characters. Mm-hmm. So this is something we have a little bit more experience with. Um... um Since I'm um, a member of the LGBT community, so I can speak a little bit more about this. But, um, for example, we just saw, uh, in Criminal Minds, we just saw Tara come out. um, Tara, sorry, it's pronounced Tara, not Tara. um, It's fine. And in an interview, um, Aisha Tyler is quoted as saying that the character is pansexual. Yes. So this is a canon fact now. And for somebody to then say, oh, no, she's straight is actually invalidating this character's sexuality. And it's something that people who are LGBTQ experience in real life is people say, oh, no, this is just a phase. Um, So people really tend to invalidate our experiences, um, you know, with being queer. Um, Mm -hmm. People really, you know, try and minimize your experience and your identity. And that's something that's not okay to do. Um, you know, if a character hasn't been canonically confirmed as being, you know, queer, you know, yeah, you can say, oh, they're straight, you know, they're bi, oh, they're gay. But once they become canonically confirmed, I don't think it's okay to do that. What is your opinion?
1: I totally agree. I mean, I don't know what else I could add uh, because you said everything. It... Okay. Has to be said in the perfect way, and uh, I repeat, I totally agree, like one hundred percent. Awesome.
0: Um, now, do you want to talk a little bit about what queer baiting is?
1: Uh, so, oh my God, I I know what it is, but in this very moment, I have like a blank mind. Okay. Uh, probably, it's like, uh, um, mm, oh my God. So, no, I really uh,
0: I that's okay. <laughs> I that's don't really remember. So it's when creators of a show um who has a big queer fan base sort of gives you hints that it might be real to get you to watch the show in the ho- hopes that you'll see what you want to see and then they oh. take it back and be like, just kidding, they're just friends. So this was a big issue that we saw in Once Upon a Time because yeah. the spawn audience was very big. Um, and the creators would sort of dangle a hint of it. Um, you know, they, you know, show a a scene of, of Regina and Emma together, you know, hoping to get the audience to watch and tune in thinking that it might become canon. And then they'd be like, no, just kidding. They're friends. So that was a really big issue that we saw. Um, and, uh, so this is, um, it's important to distinguish that, um, queer baiting is can only be done by the creators of the show it's not something that you can do as a fan you can't queer bait you know because it's not your content um but you this is something that you have to be mindful of when you're writing characters of um you know the lgbt community mm-hmm. okay um and next let's talk a little bit about um actor bullying
1: Oh, yes, that's... I believe that's a big problem, like, Mm -hmm. in every possible way. Yeah. (laughs) Like, well, the silliest example is when you don't like the character, which can happen. Like, Mm -hmm. they are actors. (laughs) They can't choose uh, what the character is going to do, say, or whatever, but... I repeat, they are just doing their job, mm-hmm. so um, I don't see the point of uh, bullying uh, an actor, a professionist uh, for his their job. So um, I I totally don't get it. For example, uh, I don't know, like probably it's just my personal opinion, like when um, Alex. Blake came into Colonel minds and uh, it seemed like, uh, correct me if I'm mistaken, the actress who played Alex wasn't really appreciated. Like She didn't have many fans, but I feel like she had a lot of haters. I, I don't I'm know. Am I mistaken?
0: No, you're totally right. I do think there was a lot of well she's not um she's not paget she's not emily she this character will never be good enough this actress will never be good enough she'll never live up to our expectations and I do think there was a lot of hate directed towards her that she really wasn't you know didn't need because you know she came into the role she never tried to be Emily mm-hmm. she never tried to be paget um this was a role that was written, and she had very little choice in how it panned out but yeah. I do think there was a lot of negative energy directed towards her.
1: And, uh, you know, also I, because she wasn't responsible for Padgett leaving the show. Exactly. Like, uh, I think that was the huge. She was just it. feeling uh, it's a bad term, but it's probably the best term uh, that explained the situation. She was just filling a blank. If exactly. I know it's yeah. bad, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's totally what was going on you know she had no decision in pageant leaving the show um she auditioned for a role and she got it and that's her job that at the end of the day it's just an actor's job and they don't you know just as you know much as you know you might go into a coffee shop and be like i don't well here i'll I'll give you a real life example i worked in a, a bakery and we had a person come in and say I'm not going to shop here anymore because you serve this kind of bread and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. And like we didn't, you know, we're a changed bakery. We don't have any choice in what kind of bread we make. And, you know, nobody's forcing you to buy this kind of bread, but you're not going to shop here because you don't like that we serve it. Like get a grip. That's sort of the same thing here. Like the actors are just doing a job at the end of the day, you're wasting your breath and you're just making somebody's life more difficult. Yes. Yeah. So, so you know, the way that this applies to shipping is I do think that a lot of the time um, people will feel like they're entitled to, um, you know, bug the actors for content or why isn't my ship mm-hmm. canon or do you ship this? And, you know, there's a lot of picking at them for, you know, hints or begging them to make a ship cannon or something that they don't have
1: control over. Yes, totally agree. Like, there are characters also on Creole Minds that I didn't really like, you know who I mean? But um, it's okay, like, it's a show, it's uh, a job someone has to do, Uh, but it's not like I'm, like, Bullying or spamming or whatever I do with the, the actor and or the actress playing that that character I don't really like, so exactly. whatever is fine. Like, exactly. well, it it depends like on how big how big how open the mind is. Like, mm-hmm. if you keep your mind open, like and reali- realize what the reality is. Uh, that's fine. It's just a show, like something that should entertain you, not to like make you mad, you uh, or whatever.
0: Precisely. That's exactly what it is. So, now let's move into some more upbeat stuff. We're going to talk a little bit sure. about how to ship. And yes. uh, we're going to start out talking about how to pick your ship. So, mm-hmm. What would you say to somebody who is just starting out in fandom and didn't know what ship was for them? What would you say to them?
1: Well, I don't know. I believe, that, I mean, for me, it's like uh, you feel it. It's not like something you, you choose. It's like uh, something, in, it seemed clear. I mean, based on my experience, it became clear all of a sudden Like, oh my God, these two are meant to be together, at least in my mind. And uh, that's it. It's something you feel, something you vibe, if it makes any sense.
0: Precisely. I think that's totally what it is. Like, I didn't go into watching Criminal Minds thinking, oh, I'm going to, you know, pick two characters and root for them to get together. But as I watched the show, I saw a lot of chemistry. And you know, I just sort of felt it in my bones, okay, you know, I want these two to be together.
1: Yeah. Or maybe it's just uh, for example, it happened in other show when I really liked uh the actors playing the character and I was like, Oh my god, I'd like to see them together, but not that's it. Like uh it was just yeah, a just, personal You know, view. rooting for
0: two hot people to make out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> Sometimes that's just what it is. Yeah. I My vision was a little more poetic, but yes. <laughs> whatever.
0: Sorry to ruin that for you.
1: Well, it's fine. You spoke your mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, I think some important things to note, just based on some of the conversations that I see floating around in fandom, is that um, your ship doesn't, Just because you ship something doesn't mean you condone the character's behavior or the way they treat another character. For example, I liked seeing the interactions between Emily Prentice and Ian Doyle. That doesn't mean that I think in real life, you know, somebody sent undercover should get together with an arms dealer. But I liked their interactions. I liked the characters. I liked their chemistry. And I think there's a lot of interesting potential that could be written from that. So, mm-hmm. you know, just because a character is bad and you think there's interesting content that could be created doesn't mean that you personally think that behavior is okay. You know, you have to have real life real life um, you know, um what's the word? Um just the ability to discern what's real and what's not and critical thinking, have critical
1: thinking about it. Yep. Yeah but it's also true that in some kinds in some ships the two actors have so much chemistry that it seems it seems like unreal in some way that the two actors are not together in real life yeah it's so like vibing that's like okay they must be together or something but <laughs> it's just a personal opinion I repeat
0: yeah um I think another thing that um um is is worth worthy of noting is that your ship doesn't need to be healthy you know there's a lot of unhealthy relationships on tv there's a lot of unhealthy relationships in real life um but it's not a competition to see, oh, you know, I've shipped the healthiest relationship, therefore I'm the best. You know, yeah. I think that there's a lot of that mentality, especially lately in social justice culture, um, intersecting with fandom. Um, you know, I, I think just because something, you know, you, just because you like a fictional relationship, again, it doesn't mean that you condone unhealthy behavior in real life. You you have critical thinking skills and you're responsible for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Agreed.
0: Okay. And the third thing is I've seen this a lot lately where it's like people feel like in order to ship something, they need to make like a PowerPoint presentation to explain (laughs) why their ship is good and worthy of being shipped. Like you don't need to prove anything to anybody.
1: Yeah. Well, you can say, express why. You ship them, but it's not like uh, okay, like you're making an investigation or something. Okay, like a uh, like proof A, uh, yeah. I ship them for this and that. Uh, proof B, uh, they must be together because uh, this reason or that reason and whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. I think that there's, you know, this pressure to prove that. You know it could work in the show or to prove that it could work in real life and that's totally not the point of shipping like you know mm-hmm. yeah i'd like to see my ship become canon but you know maybe it's realistically would never work and i can still ship them it's all fiction
1: yes totally agree excellent
0: Okay, Okay. next, do you want to talk a little bit about where to find content and how to find content? Yes.
1: Mainly, I guess it depends on which content you want to find. Like, for example, me, but I guess you too. Um, We are more into fan fiction, but Mm -hmm. there is other contexts such as uh, fan art, fan videos, and uh, I can think just about these two. Or example, but well for example, fun videos, a great place is YouTube, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh fun art, I know, I know there is a website for this, but I don't remember what the name is right now. But on Google, just Google it and you're gonna find it, unless you remember the name of the website. <laughs> It's something uh, with art, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, I don't really TV remember art. It. Oh, that's it. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Great, thank you. Uh, but uh, I guess for fan fiction, there is a lot of content. Uh, I mean, a lot of places where you can find them. For example, um, well, the first one I've found out... Years ago, it was fanfiction.net. Um, another one I'm using lately is uh, Archive of Your Own 3 or AO3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or there is also Tumblr, uh, WhatsApp, there is also. Or um, I remember I've read some on um, uh, Life Journal, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And that's it i guess uh...
0: yeah so those are some good places to start um and definitely as you get more involved in fandom and more involved in shipping you figure out what you like and what you don't like mm-hmm. and then it's just a matter of figuring out how to navigate these sites and find the content that you like definitely the most important thing to use is the the um, tag to filter it by the ship that you like yes um but yeah, there's definitely, you know, ways to refine these searches. And, you know, this is something that we'll get into on in different um, episodes where we'll talk a little bit more about these sites and how to navigate them. Yes. But that's sort of where you start.
1: Yeah, well, probably the easiest way, like... The basic way is just to Google like yeah. uh, the name of your ship or the, the character of your ship uh, plus uh, um, fan fiction uh, or whatever you want to find.
0: Yeah, precisely.
1: Um, this is how I found them in the beginning.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. So um, two more things to touch on before we play a little game um, mm-hmm. is... Uh, Shipping a character with multiple different characters. Yes. So um, there's some people who definitely like, are like this one character and this one character together is the only one that belongs together. But personally, I'm not like that. I'm like, I can see Emily Prentice with Derek and I can see her with Ian and I can see her with Alex and I can see her, you know, with various different people. Um, And that's sort of, it's fun to sort of get into that point in fandom where you're like, you know, I don't need to limit myself by one pairing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any sort of advice for people who are looking to expand their horizons in this way?
1: Mm, I don't know. I mean, I believe uh, I was like uh, 100% into uh, Emily and Derek together I don't, probably this is gonna shock you, but that's the truth, <laughs> truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, uh, then, uh, like, uh, it's always the same thing, just keep your mind open, and, uh, like, for example, now, because of someone, I'm not gonna say who spoke <laughs> <for this. laughs> I'm also shipping Emily and Alex, and, um. Uh, that's it well i weigh more into I Emily and dark because it's like the reason why why i've met a lot of people i've met uh, i've made a lot of friends but i'm uh, also a lot into emily and alex
0: excellent <laughs> okay um and the final thing we're going to touch on is having an ot3 so which is three characters together yes. um i don't know that I've ever, like, had a, an OT3 that I was, like, really rooting for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes it's fun to explore, you know, how uh, three characters would interact and how they would be in a relationship together and all sorts of different aspects that come into play when you add a third character into your ship. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of – I'm not that experienced in, in uh, this area of shipping, so –
1: I don't have a lot of advice, but... Sorry.
0: No, no, go on. Yeah, so it's just sort of like, you know, you don't have to limit yourself to only two characters together. There's, you know, OT3s and etc, etc.
1: But I know you have written a fantastic fan fiction about an. Or two, three, three. So I have,
0: I have. Well, I hope it's good. <laughs> it hasn't been. It is.
1: Yet, Stop it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's all just sort of, it's all fun games, experimenting, and figuring it out, and figuring out who you ship and who you don't, and you know, it's just trial and error, honestly, finding out what you vibe with and what you don't. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Now let's play our little game. Yes. uh... So this is sort of like what we had at the end of our last episode. uh, We're going to count up how many of these things we've each done, and whoever has the most points at the end
1: wins. Yes. uh... (laughs) Are we keeping scores like about uh, also the previous game, or every episode is uh, like... uh... (laughs) I different.
0: Might have to count them up at the end of, you know, a year and see who's done better.
1: (laughs) Okay, good.
0: Okay, so item number one is, have you had an OTP?
1: I surely did.
0: Check. Number two, have you shipped a character with multiple people?
1: Uh, recently, I yes, I have. (laughs) In the the last few years. I (laughs) have
0: no number three have you had an ot3
1: no really because i have problem with sharing So yeah. i would say that i have
0: but i've written for
1: one yeah.
0: um number four have you written fan fiction about your ship check, check. number five yes. have you had a username inspired by your ship
1: my very first username on Twitter was uh, uh, inspired by my ship, my main ship, which is Emily and Derek, if someone didn't get it already. So, <laughs> yes.
0: Okay, I have as well. I had a, a second Tumblr account that had was for Emily and Derek, but I have forgotten the login information for that, so I don't use it anymore.
1: Okay, good.
0: Uh, Number six, have you shipped a rare pair or a crack ship?
1: Sort of. Like, I've just started with Emily and Derek. Oh, jeez. Emily and Derek. Eh, eh. Jesus, (laughs) what's my problem today? Emily and Alex. Okay, I made it. So, (laughs) me as
0: well. Have you argued with someone about your ship? (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, Yes. Like UGS, uh, yes. If it wasn't okay. clear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> number eight, have you shipped... Have you, or- by the way? I don't, know. I, I don't know that I have. I've argued okay. with people, but I don't know that I've argued about the ship itself. <laughs> okay. So number eight, have you shipped characters from two different uh. fandoms?
1: Um, I think I kind of have in the very beginning of my, um, experience with Criminal Minds, <laughs> Interesting. but, uh, uh, yes, I guess I am, yeah, for a limited time, like, a very, very short time, I did.
0: Okay, so I've written quite a few different one-shots that involve characters from two different fandoms, I don't know that I, like, hardcore ship them, but I have played around with it. <laughs> Good. Number nine, have you made a playlist for your ship?
1: Um, I started. And by started, I mean I have my Spotify account with uh, um, a playlist named after my ship, which has one song. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started it. Yeah, yeah, well, the, the intention was good. So, <laughs> at point. So I've done several, actually. Yes. And
0: number ten, have you made fan art for your ship?
1: No, not at all. Like, whatsoever. I can't draw at all, so no.
0: I've done some, like, fan edits, but I haven't done, like,
1: drawings. Well, I've, with the computer, yes, I did some, a few things. maybe like a very very bad Photoshop without Photoshop thing with Emily and Derek at the beginning of the seventh season, I guess. I did something I posted on my former Tumblr or my former Twitter account. I don't remember, but it's like seems it seems made by like a five-year child, but if you call that fun art, yes. Okay.
0: So, and bonus question number one, Had have you had your ship become canon?
1: No. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> well, in previous um, shows, yes. Okay, well, that counts. Uh, okay, so
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, and bonus question number two, have you made a friend or an enemy because of your ship?
1: uh yes and yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> me too,
1: so to both okay. friends and enemy,
0: no, just a friend, okay enemies yet I don't know yeah.
1: like i i'm I i do not like to argue, but uh apparently, I don't know, I'm really good in, uh, people make hating me for my shape, so yay, <laughs> <laughs> lucky me. <laughs> Okay, so that's it. How many? How, many, how many points do you have?
0: I have nine points. How many do you have?
1: Okay, let me count because I've lost the count. So it's uh, uh, eight and a half here. Um, does make a friend the enemy count as two points or one? I'll let it count as two. Okay, so ten, nine and a half.
0: Okay, you've just squeaked out a victory here cool and this is two in a row where you beat me yay (laughs) all right so this was fandom episode number two thank you so much to everybody for joining us yes and i hope we'll see you in the next episode
1: okay peace out